there truly is a tension between your business and your family. There is a tension between those ambitions and your relationships. They're automatically somewhat working against each other. And the key is actually figuring out how to align them to work together. My name is Kenneth Ott, and welcome to Grow Time, where we explore ideas to help you live a high-performance life. And today, we're going to talk about the balance between business and family. It can be a hard one. It's almost rare to see uh, someone who is a business leader and a family leader at the same time. Uh, You mostly see success come at the expense of family, or you see dreams die at the commitment to family, in quotes, as, as, you might, uh, as you might think. And we see this with people like Steve Jobs. We see this with people like, um, I don't know the family life of Elon Musk, but I've read his book. And, it's not, and most business leaders and high-level entrepreneurs seem to, that, that get success, seem to sacrifice their family at the expense um, of that success. But here's the deal. It doesn't have to be that way. It's hard, but it doesn't have to be that way. And as someone who's very driven and as someone who uh, maybe hopefully you are a very driven person, right? Someone with big ambitions, you likely struggle to balance your mission and your business with your family. Or maybe you're thinking about having a family and you're not sure um, how that would work and how that would go in line with some of the things that you're actually working on. These are things that I've struggled with over the past 11 plus years. And most tend to swing from one extreme to the other, right? So most tend to neglect their family or neglect their purpose. I discovered some mindset shifts and some things that I learned along the way that have helped me improve. Now, I'm not perfect and I'm sure if you ask my wife, she would tell you that. Um, I don't have this, imp- this imperfect balance, but it's something that I've been able to establish some balance with and some success, right? Success in business and success in family, but it does take intention. And so today, my goal is to share some of those things that I've found with you because Men, and I'm speaking specifically to men. I think the ladies can get something out of this today as well, but I'm speaking specifically to men who are leaders in, in some sort of organization or have some ambition to be a business leader, and then also ha- are currently family leaders or have some ambition to have a family, right? I believe it is your duty to do both at an excellent level right? And not swing between both. You cannot neglect your family and neglect your kids and not feed into them and not lead them. That is not an option. And it's also not an option to neglect your calling and to neglect your mission and to neglect all the things that you desire to do. And why, and and if you're a spiritual person, like what I believe, why you're put on the earth here, right? It is part of your duty to do those things. I think that's important. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my experience to begin with before I share some of the things that I've learned with you. And so I've experienced this tension pretty much constantly over the last 20 or so years as being an entrepreneur. I've, I've actually been an entrepreneur since high school. 
right? I've, I've owned businesses since high school and I'm very blessed to have been able to do that. I've always loved running businesses. I've always had tons of ambition. And as it stands today, I run about seven, sorry, I run about four businesses. I don't want seven businesses. I run about four businesses today. I also have a growing family. And then I also consult and coach um, many other businesses, right? And over the years, there have been thousands of businesses that I've coached, or probably about a thousand businesses and about about that many, if not more, entrepreneurs that run those businesses. And I'm present with my kids and my family and my wife. Like that is my goal and it's my desire, it's my intention. It is truly my desire to be present with my family, to see every part of their 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 growing up, to enjoy every minute of it, and to actually have all the benefits of running the business and being successful and being wealthy and on all those kind of things, actually being able to, to enjoy it with my family. That's really important. My background is I don't come from wealth. I, I didn't come from a wealthy family. And so as I went into running businesses and going out on my own, becoming an entrepreneur, and then also having a family, there was this immense pressure and weight that was on me because I knew that the buck stopped with me. At least I thought it did. I thought the buck stopped with me as far as providing for them, right? Because there was no backup plan. There was no, you know, it's not like I could go to my parents and have them write a check for the rent that was due or anything like that. Like it was all on my shoulders, or at least I thought it was. And that created this big challenge in balancing those two things. But I have this, I've always had this deep desire to have a very active role in leading my kids, right? With, with being involved in their, their, their lives and that, their school and putting them to bed and helping them with homework and teaching them things and mentoring them and guiding their growth. And um, I've actually been able to also be involved in their 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 uh, lives at the level of coaching all their soccer teams, right? Something I don't really have time for, but I want to have time for and I make time for because I enjoy it and I think it's important. There was no option for me to sacrifice all of my ambitions and all of my callings to be more physically present. And there's also no option for me to just be present with my business and run hard at things and actually not have any time with my family, not, you know, and, and just pass, like have those years just pass by, right? I was always very, very aware that the time with my kids was passing so fast that I really, really wanted to be involved in every single moment. Um, I didn't want to be on the road running around like crazy. I didn't want to to be working late all the time and miss all their different activities and their games and their performances and all these different things, right? And so this was my challenge. And over the years, there was there's been just an immense internal struggle in trying to balance these things over time, right? And they're not always in balance. And they're very hard, but the key here 
the thing that I learned was that you have to be intentional about having that balance. But let's be aware of something. There truly is a tension between your business and your callings or whatever that may be, the things that you're pursuing and your family. There is a a tension between those ambitions and your relationships. They are, they are, they're automatically somewhat working against each other. And the key is actually figuring out how to align them to work together. I want to share seven things, seven things that I've learned from leading multiple businesses and being a very ambitious entrepreneur that has a lot of dreams, has a lot of desires, has a lot of things that I want, right? From being that and also being a family leader, being a father and a husband, right? That cares about instilling godly principles into my kids. Like, so that's, that's important to me, right? And also leading them well, providing for them, both in their, their needs, but also in like, in equipping them for the future. And so these are seven things I learned. The first thing is vision. I found that if you don't have a clear vision on who you want to be and what you want it to look like, that everything else becomes really, really hard. Like you must define a clear vision for what your family life is going to look like, what you want your your role as a father and a husband to look like, then also what you want your business to look like and your entire situation, your entire life to look like. I found that if you, some, some of us have what I'll call generational curses, right? Things that have been challenging generation over generation, right? Establishing and defining a clear vision and thinking about that is actually one of the ways to break that. Because if you don't define that, then you'll just do whatever it was, you know, your your dad did, or if you had a dad in your life, or the the males in your life, or the family that you have always does, right? You don't want to do what you've always done. You want to figure out what it is that you're supposed to be doing. Make it really, really clear. And then you have to be you have to think of who the person that you need to be is, right? And so your identity is important here. Like defining who you need to be in order to create this life, in order to bring this life to be, right? What are the leadership qualities? How will you deal with certain situations? Like, how are you going to balance these things, right? What's most important to you? And how do you align that with your duties? So vision, that's, that's one of the key, most important things that I found. The second thing is role models. And so surrounding yourself with mentors and role models that, that model the excellence that you want to create in some area of your life. This is key for basically anything that you do. But certainly in balancing family and business leadership, right? Or relationships and ambitions. Having a role model is critical. And so for me, mentors were, were really important. Wise, truly, for me, godly mentors that were actually excellent in the business world and in the relationship world. 
right? You can find, it's pretty easy to find one or the other. It's a lot harder to find one that's both. So that is really, really important. You surround yourself with those people. You learn from those people. And and they help keep you on the right path, right? They help keep you in balance. So that's the second one, role models. Third one is putting work and family in line. And so, like I said earlier, like they seem to be in tension, right? Uh, They seem to oppose each other because both things are important and both things are vying for your time, which is limited, right? And your attention, which is limited. But the truth is, is that you can't allow them to be at odds. You have to figure out a way to reframe it so that they're both in line. And that is the key. Reframing the balance to be, they're both pulling in the same direction. Here's why they are pulling in the same direction. Your duty as the leader of your family, as the father of your kids, as the husband to your wife, your duty as the man of the house is to provide, right? That is, I believe, part of what a man should do. Some may disagree with that, but that's what I believe is part of what a man should do. It's, it's, it's the masculine part of being a man is working, working hard, producing something that is part of what gives energy and fulfillment to a man. And providing for your family is an important way for you to be present for them, right? And so it's not bad to work hard, right? Even if you were independently wealthy, modeling hard work is important for your kids and for your family. And so it's both provision and modeling. So they actually work both in line. So for me, once I put those in line, because I would talk to people um, who would really struggle with this and they would feel bad for having to go on a business trip or having to um, work a little later or do something like that. They would just, they would feel bad and uh, feel like they're leaving their wife at home with the kids and those kind of things. And I get that. But the truth is, is if you're not, if you're not taking it lightly and being irresponsible and you need to work hard in order to pay the bills and to actually build something for your family and provide, like that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. Hard work is not a bad thing. On the flip side, like I even know people who, you know, work, who, who live in big cities, like you know, like I know a lot of people that live in New York City that in order to have a great life for their family, they actually have to move like, you know, two hours outside of where, where they go to work. And so now every day they travel four hours, right, to the office and back. And uh, so, sometimes it may mean you don't see your family at all. You don't see your kids at all, except for on the weekends, which is is horrible. And if that is your case, that's fine. That might be a season, but it can't be forever. And I would suggest that you work to align things so that that is not not the case, right? So that you don't have to make those types of sacrifices. But hard work, the point here is hard work is good for your family. And so they're not in opposition. They're actually in line, but you must be aware of that. 
So that was the third thing that, that I've learned. The fourth is understanding that you need to be present. So just like hard work is important, you have to understand that your, the moments with your kids and the things that you're supposed to do as a father are, are important. Those things you cannot get back. And we hear that as cliche all the time. People used to tell me all the time, well, it's going to go so fast. It does go so fast, right? So if you're thinking about having family, it's really important to know that it does go really fast, right? You cannot get that time back. I've, uh, I've actually talked to a few people recently and, um, and uh, a few really high-performing people, right, that are in later in life. And um, two, I won't mention who they are, but they, they, they were talking to me and they said, my biggest regret was that I didn't have a balance at all. So I was just all into my work and I missed my kids' lives, right? And I realized that I could have worked that hard anytime and I can't, but I couldn't be with my kids at any time, right? So understanding that you need to be present to actually lead them is important. And those, those are things that you can't get back. You can always make a little more money, like pretty much anytime. And if you listen to my other videos, like it's pretty much infinite. So, you know, um, aside from the times where you, like you need to sacrifice some family time in order to provide healthily for them, right? Aside from those times, like you shouldn't, like you can make extra money all the time. And so, but your family, you can't get back. You cannot get back time. That is irreplaceable. So that's, that's the other thing that I learned is understanding the need to actually be present as well. The fifth thing is become very aware of your return on time. And I've done an entire episode about return on time, right? And even this concept of being a time multiplier, it's a really fascinating thing. But once you realize, once you have family commitments and relational commitments and you're, you also have these, these business ambitions and business commitments, you realize that your time is very limited. So the time that you can invest into various things, and by the way, you want to invest more of your time, ideally, into your family and your kids and the things that you can't get back, right? And so that means the time that you spend must be spent in a high-leveraged way. Your time is limited and it's even more limited now. So like for me, the hours that I have to work during the day are very small, right? And I make them small because my goal is to maximize my return on time and not just waste time so that then I don't have it with my family. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense, right? And so realizing that you must be aware of your return on your time investment. Look at your time for your week as if it were your bank account, like your seed investment for your thing, right? And invest the hours wisely. Be aware that your competitors might have more time, right? And so this restriction is a good thing. It helps you optimize. It helps you innovate. It helps you just become better at producing more value for less time. So it's actually a benefit, okay? And if you don't have a family yet, then I would suggest this. Like spend, if you need to invest more time, do it now so that you don't have to do it then. But also st 
start putting those restrictions on yourself. Don't start, like I've, I was talking to someone the other day and you know they worked all night and all, all weekend. And then I also, and you know, um, just because they wanted to, because they loved it. Um, I, I saw something from Mr. Beast recently and he was saying that his philosophy on, on work is he just works 24 seven, like literally sleeps as little as possible, 24 seven, just like all out completely unbalanced until he burns out. It typically happens around day 10 or something like that. He ends up burning out and then he has to sleep for like three days and then he does it all again. I don't know that that is the, the wisest way to do things. Clearly, um, clearly, that, don't, that wouldn't work for most people and probably wouldn't be the smartest thing. So start putting restrictions on yourself early now so that you actually have them in place later and you have high impact for your time. Or the sixth thing is realize that there are seasons of imbalance. And so this was, this was something that was transformational for me when I, when I realized it. There are going to be times where you need to be unbalanced. Right? There are times when balance is not healthy, right? When, when there's something super important that has to be done, like let's say you can't make rent or you lost a job or whatever, right? Or, 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 your fam- or even on the other side, let's say your family needs support, your kids, you know, there are certain parts of your kid's life that are really, really important that you're at things and you're, you're, in, you're present and you're leading them, right? And you, you can't just delegate that. So there are times, there are seasons of imbalance. And that was something to be aware of. Like, it's not just this perfect balance all the time. There are seasons of imbalance. But the, por- the important thing is to realize that they are temporary seasons of imbalance. You can't just continue that way, but you must come back to the center. You must be aware of it. And so I have a mentor who, he's a good friend of mine, a mentor who's actually uh, an NFL coach. And, uh, and so he, he, talks to me about all the acronyms that they use in the NFL. And one of them is an acronym called WIN, which is W-I-N, which is the acronym What's Important Now. And so it's the idea that you have to be a, assess the situation and, and figure out what exactly is important right now for me to be doing. How should I be spending my time? What's the situation that, um, that is at hand and what is actually important right now and then that, that influences what the actions, the, the actions that you take. Um, it's super simple, but it's the idea of seasons of imbalance. Realizing, okay, I'm in, this, I'm in this particular situation. What's important right now? The seventh thing is pursuing wisdom. And this is the last thing that I have on my list uh, of some of these things that I've learned. But pursuing wisdom is something that I don't know that is very common, but it's so valuable. Again, I'm a person of faith. And so early on, when I, when, I first, when I first started to have my family, and then I remember when I actually began hiring employees, I realized that I was not really a good leader for them. Like I just didn't feel like I was a good leader. I didn't have the qualities of a good leader. Um, I, don't, I didn't feel like I had the wisdom of a leader. And so I had that awareness. And so I remember intentionally, the Bible says, he who lacks wisdom, ask God and he will give it to him freely. And so I remember intentionally going and praying for wisdom and seeking wisdom. And that's when I started seeking mentors and I started seeking 
uh, wise peers and I started reading more and I started praying more and I started doing all these things to try and gain wisdom so that I could lead my family and my business successfully. Now, I, I don't know that I'm the wisest person in the world by any stretch right now, but I'm certainly wiser than I was. And the truth is, is I remember periods of time where I, where I gained a little tidbit of wisdom and I applied that and I gained another one and I applied that and I gained another one and I applied that. And that has helped me so much in, because the wisdom is what allows you to judge the times when you should be balanced or imbalanced. It's what allows you to judge the seasons. It's what allows you to pick the right mentors. It's what allows you to actually take what you've learned and teach it to your kids, which is super important. And actually be a good leader of your ambitions and your business and your family and your relationships, right? Because at the end of the day, I truly believe that it is our duty. Like I believe you were put on this earth to live your life to the maximum. And I don't mean that in the sense of like, go just have fun and ride roller coasters and stuff like that. I mean, you were given certain gifts and you, you have a certain mission and you were given certain uh, people that you're supposed to lead, or both maybe in business, maybe in your family. And I think you need to take that really, really seriously. And I don't think you can sacrifice either one. Like, I think it's important that if you have a dream inside of you and a mission that you believe you're supposed to be running after, that you fulfill that, that you run after it. Like it's subduing that and sacrificing it and, and pushing it down is, is, is not good. And certainly not good for men to do. It's not good for anyone to do. I believe that it's important for you to live that out. I believe that that's godly. And I believe that that's also how you find fulfillment. Okay, so if you're going to live all these out to their, to their fullest, then you must have wisdom in order to understand where to create the imbalances and the balances, like what the seasons are, who to choose as your friends and your mentors. But at the end of the day, I think that this balance is possible. I've tasted it as possible and I've even found some success in it. And you see that as you look for it, you will see that, right? It may not be as common as it should be, but maybe, maybe that's because there's not enough pursuit of wisdom and some of these other qualities that actually, and, or maybe there's not the desire for an, an intention around creating a balance and truly stewarding all of those resources that you have, including your family in a really, really great way. And so I hope this helps you live out a high performance and more successful life. For more tips like this from me or to work with me, you can visit kennethott.com or kenott.com. That's K-E-N-O-T-T.com. Thanks. And until next time, never stop growing.